It's Friday, June 25th. You're listening to the Tech Breakfast Podcast, the show that brings you delicious tech news and all the hot takes you can handle with Tyler Gates, Russ Cantwell, and Aaron Bewley. How's it going, fellas? Good morning. So good. It's going good for me. Kate seems to be struggling with uh, not getting any ice. Or that's actually not true. I gave her three ice cubes. Three? three. That's a lot. Uh, that's a that was not sufficient. Oh. She needed more, apparently. We so don't know why learned. she needs more, but we know she needs them. It's a low ice alarm. That's what the intermittent screaming was. My refrigerator does that. I think she's starting to catch on. <laughs> does it really? Does no, it does not. Yeah, it I really wanted does. it to do that. Uh, she's starting to catch on whenever I tell her that the refrigerator isn't working. That one, it's not working because I told it to stop working. And oh. two, that whenever I pull Just out like the physical ice maker and give her ice, and I tell her that we're out of ice... She sees that there's a lot more ice in there. So she's starting, she to, she's starting to figure things out. It's a problem. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got a super awesome. short show today. 19 minutes on the clock here until we shut down. Let's run through today's Yesterday in Tech History real quick. Okay. Uh, so this is uh, today's two days ago in tech history. June 23rd. Again, don't cheat. Guess the year. Guess the year. June 23rd. The Scholes and Glidden typewriter, the first practical and commercially successful typewriter, is patented. Perhaps most notable in the design of the Scholes and Glidden, which would later become the Remington number one typewriter, is the use of the QWERTY keyboard, which is still the most popular keyboard layout in the world. What year? 1883. Ooh, you, wow, you went for the 80s and then you dropped in the 1880s. I like it. I was actually thinking uh, 1880s too, but... I feel like you get that one because you always guess the 80s. I'm giving it to him because I was that's all I was going to say. 1868. Pretty no! close. Pretty no. close. Pretty close. Oh. And y'all know too. Y'all know the QWERTY is so that way the, the hammers are not conflicting. They don't with each hit each other. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I did not know that. Yeah. That's what Everybody it is. should be using Dvorak at this point. Save their fingers miles of traversing, but we don't. Because QWERTY is the standard. I don't even know what that word means. <laughs> it's a different setup of the keyboard so that to make it easier to type. But yeah, hold on. Is still on the left side in that scenario? No, no, no. no. Totally well, messed up gaming. You'd have to. That. You'd just have, have to change interest. the letters that you'd be using. Yeah. You'd, you'd uh, well, then reassign. I wouldn't even know where to go because my keyboard highlights them for me. All right. Yeah. Just, <laughs> nice. What, the, that like all the letters on your keyboard would be worthless anyways. You'd still want to use those. You just couldn't. They they would no longer be A S D and F. I'm okay. uncomfortable with that. <laughs> this next one's that, a little bit easier. Fair. This next one's a little <laughs> bit easier. Yesterday in tech history, June 24th. Yesterday's today in tech history. Excuse me. June 24th. Guess the year. iPhone 4 goes on sale after a wild lead up involving a prototype being lost at a bar. Y'all remember that? I do you remember, remember that? that. I do. <laughs> Apple's iPhone 4 officially went on sale. Later, the iPhone 4 would then become the subject of the antenna gate controversy with so much attention given to the phone it was no wonder that it too. went on to set records yeah because you could what? if you held what on the side of it if you could the top or bottom yeah. yeah your phone would you know no longer be 2012 2008 10 20 ah we split it yep <laughs> wait a minute hold congratulations on. first iphone was 2000 I thought six, first iPhone thought. was 2008. Maybe, I mean, clearly it was if the fourth one came out. Yeah, I thought the first one was 2006. 
That's what I thought. It was 06. Okay. That's I was I, trying to remember I because to I it. that was early Lockheed days for me. I actually had an anchor in, in history there. So I was trying to trying to remember. 2007, June 29th. Darren says 2007 in the He's chat. Right. Yeah. He nailed cool. it. June 29th. All right. Darren also dropped a uh, a little link there. Did y'all see that? The no. Western Digital one? Yes, oh, yeah, I, I saw that, that when I was I perusing the news. And... Yeah, storage device maker advises customers to unplug MyBook Lives from the internet ASAP because why? People are waking up to their entire external storage just getting deleted. Yep. yep. What... And and let's let's talk about why we want external storage drives to be independently connected to the internet. It's the same oh, wait, reason why you connect your vCenter to the internet. It is a best practice. Directly. One should do that. <laughs> Just kidding. For all the people out there, that's really dumb. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, yeah, I saw that. It... The, what looks like to be the reason? or like No, I, I don't know it? anything about how or why. It seemed, uh, well, yeah. I don't know that they've fully identified it. It seems uh. to be, one, there's a factory reset happening. So that's that's happening. They think mm. it's possible that individual accounts have been compromised. compromised. Someone was going in there and doing it because there's a CVE that was identified in 2019 that hasn't been you know, patched or taken care of because the device has been out of support since 2015. Oh, so some of this is users not running supported devices because it's not supported anymore. I don't know. Yeah, but, but uh, don't connect it to the internet. It, it also uh, highlights the huge, huge problem and this isn't exactly IoT, right? Because it's an external backup device. I'm, I'm not sure that'd be fuzzy on IoT. But uh, IoT devices that fall out of support in your house, which there are probably hundreds that are already in this bucket, stop getting support. They stop getting vulnerabilities patched. They but they're still connected to your network. So that's that's bad news bears there's gonna be a lot more of this stuff all That's those why. cameras those cheap cameras whatever amazon bought and ditched whatever what google all your all your uh nest home whatever things when google cancels that entire program like those are all just gonna be ways into your computer did tyler break? computer i did what's going on here uh oh. the i have <laughs> that's why i have my external hard drives with a PC that is supported in the middle and patched and securityized <laughs> and stuff. So go do that, people. You know, there you go. Securityized. You know, get a, get some out of band management for your house. There you so go. So it, it was just that it's that it's uh, factory resetting on its own. That is was that what you're saying? someone pulled the logs. Okay. And it looks as though there's a script going that through was the, the script that goes through the factory reset process. It's not necessarily that it's happening on its own. People believe there are bad actors involved compromising and individually mm. getting into people's accounts and and doing this. That's terrible. Yeah. That's it's not terrible. It's not a good look. Oh, and and Zook, by the way, uh, mentioned as a as a PSA that snapshots are not backups. Completely <laughs> accurate. Uh, with him 100 percent on that one. Fact. Very nice. Okay, cool. Well, that gets us through the Western Digital News. We have eight minutes. Nope, we have a little bit more than that left in the show. Uh, what else? Y'all want to talk about Microsoft? Windows 11? Yes. Yeah, let's talk about it. Well, what you got? No. Uh, why uh, the heck is it running Android apps? Is it? Cool. It is. I didn't catch any <laughs> of the announcements. They're, like, they're, they're making it to where... So they're focusing a lot on the Windows Store, right? Because they feel like they aren't getting enough scrutiny in the antitrust cases so they're like what ah, if we they want more. focus on the store 
and then maybe we me. can get some press from the antitrust stuff. No, I'm kidding. That's but. like that's like being at uh, like a demonstration, and right after the police start firing tear gas, you're like, "Why? Why aren't you shooting tear gas at me?" <laughs> guys right. i am guys, here i'm over here i'm also participating <laughs> in this no so they, they're focusing a lot on I matter. and they're they are doing uh, some cool things i guess the um that one they don't make you use their e-commerce platform you can you can use your own or you can use amazon well, that's not very anti or, or you can use theirs and they won't take any cut if you don't use their e-commerce platform so they're giving you that option they're also not making you package the uh, applications in any specific way for the previous uh windows shop they made them do it in some specific way, but now they'll take Win32 apps or whatever other forms of apps that you may pay. That sounds fair, reasonable, and competitive, and it offends me for a $2 trillion company. I feel That's like they're right. sticking it to the man. Stupid. Uh, and, and then now they're also going to allow Android apps to be installed via an integration with the Amazon App Store, because Amazon has an Android App Store, and they're going to integrate that and allow you to install Android apps. There's been some people have been very critical about the way they've done it because there's some specific support that they're using through Intel to be able to achieve this. I don't know if that necessarily locks out AMD from being able to achieve this on the platform or not. I just know that the way they're saying they're doing the, what I would assume would only be Android emulation is, uh, I don't know. A lot of people don't like it, but nonetheless, I I mean, it's interesting. I'll try it and see if there's any value to it, I suppose. I don't know what I'll run off of the Android app store on my PC, but I don't know. I'll give it a shot. Yeah. So it just seems like they're tracking tracking apps. That's it. Just, you'll have like 800 (laughs) screens, you know, Delta. I'm just looking for more ads. Yeah. (laughs) Give me the ads. There's some good advice in here. There's some good advice in here. So uh, there's a way to obviously do a PC health check and see if your PC meets the requirements of windows 11. Yep. Um, And it seems like a lot of people have already done that and they're concerned because it says that uh, they're unable to, there's a few things that you want to check, right? In the upgrade checker, it's telling you it's not working. Check your BIOS. You'll need a TPM 2.0 chip, trusted platform module, and to have secure boot enabled in the BIOS. So that might be something that might be tripping some people up. So, Yeah, I mean, secure boot's been around for a hot minute. Um, I don't know how long the TPM 2.0 has been around, Hmm. but uh, it is interesting for some people who run... uh, Linux on their PCs, which is obviously a 2014. small amount, but there's, there's only a few. Okay. So it's been around Sorry. for a while too. Yeah, the um, Linux, unless it's Ubuntu and, and that doesn't go necessarily for deriv- derivatives of Ubuntu. A lot of them don't actually work with secure boot. So for a lot of people who, who try and oh, run really? configurations, if you are required to run secure boot, which windows today will just sort of yell at you if you don't run secure boot then uh, it may cause a problem. But I, I mean, that's obviously not something that one, Microsoft needs to worry about, or two, is going to affect a large portion of the population. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Anything else awesome happen? Uh, well, I mean, I think as far as it goes with Windows 11, it is important to point out that it is free. It's just a free upgrade from yes. uh, Windows 10. Free there seems you, to be a lot of performance 10. improvements that there, people true. are talking about. Um, people have actually tested the whatever the leaked build that's been out there for uh, like the past week or two. And they've actually ran side-by-side comparisons. And, and even in the leaked build, it's, it's actually performing better uh, pretty that's much great. across the board. So that's good. It seems to me what we don't know yet is if they're fixing their ludicrous design language that is just <laughs> inconsistent across Wait. the board with them. So we're sort of what hoping is that called? that they do. Uh, stupid is what it's called. Okay. Uh-oh, so someone's breaking in. Kate, 
Was he Did she just throw a shoe, shoe down his protest? She like, threw that down very like. There's a lot of attitude in that. Like, clean up. Give me more shoes. ice or the shoes and, get and it, she's Dad. Gone. <laughs> nice. And she's gone. That was awesome. Uh, yeah. So Windows 11 is free. Um, it's supposed to be faster, but you need to check for compatibility. I'll be honest, man. I've got a lot of people ask me like, "Are you going to upgrade?" day one and i'm like yeah i'm, I'm gonna upgrade day one i think this is going to be a i think this is going to be similar to an upgrade that you would have gotten from a, a windows 10 whatever fall upgrade just maybe a little bigger i think it's gonna be very similar compatibility is not going to be changed very much the one thing that some people complained about is there will be absolutely no 32-bit version of the operating system hmm. it does not mean yeah. it will not run 32-bit apps people right it just it just will not have a plain 32-bit operating system, which, by the way, you probably shouldn't have cared about since like 2005. Yeah, yeah. I was like, why do I? This, why do I care should, about that? This should Some not bother really anyone. Care about it. Some yeah. people really care. Interesting. Well, hey, since we got a short show today, I say we springboard, and uh, I do know it. we made okay. some jokes about Microsoft and antitrust. So why not jump into the uh, U.S. House Judiciary Committee's um, approval of uh, some some rather strong language for legislation that would uh, prevent some of the bad behaviors that we were just joking about. Did you guys uh, read those articles? Or, uh, I, I did not. Even? No. Yeah, so so I saw one on Ars Technica, um, and it, it's pretty interesting because the legislation, you know, quote, could prohibit platform operators like Amazon, Apple, Google, Facebook, the regulars, um, from favoring their own products and services. That on the surface, I, I don't I think really really bugs me. Um, I, I I would argue that that's that's probably a good thing. That's a good way to prevent platform operators from artificially, you know, sort of preventing competition. But I would agree. Um, this uh, I think this bill goes a little too far, and and I, I'm sure Russ and I will agree here because uh, it, it goes from being reasonable to to feeling pretty partisan quickly. And this was across Gross. party lines in the U.S., which is unfortunate. But um, it it ends up including language that could also result in uh, breaking up those players in certain ways, which I'm, I'm less keen on. Um, I, I think we've talked about it on the show before. I think that dominant horizontally and vertically integrated companies like those, you know, that we just named are, they can be good for consumers. So breaking them up just because they're big, uh, I don't. I don't necessarily think should be a default state, or, or is even necessarily the right direction. But preventing them from favoring their own services is fine, right? Like make it legal. Anyways, uh, the the fines are considerable, though the timelines are are pretty. I don't know, generous, I guess. Um, fines can be up to fifteen percent of annual revenue, which Ooh. is huge. Like that language is that's not that's a slap terrible. on the wrist. That's yeah. a that's a monster. Well, that shoot, right? it'll it'll get them to follow, it right? Like, yeah. if if you're gonna say well, the, play play nice or hurt bad, this is this is a pretty good way to say it. Is let's just make sure that the play nice part is what we actually want. <laughs> that's one of the tough ones. Like for GDPR, uh, whenever the EU was doing that, the fine was like six percent of not whenever they were doing it; they're still doing it. But whenever they started doing it. doing it, yeah, excuse me, um, the fine was like six percent. Amazon had. It. $108 billion in revenue in a quarter. Right. But that's what I was about to say. So <laughs> if the fine is 6% of revenue, Amazon, to that exact example, their their margin was like 3% of that $108 billion. So now if they get Amazon. fined, they're yeah, they're they're giving up all their margin times two. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's wild. Um, so here's here's the language that gets a little bit more. Kieran says not right? the standard 30%. 
Yeah, how much of a troll? How much of a troll would that have been? Oh, <laughs> that would have been oh awesome. Thirty percent. <laughs> Just a thirty percent of what? Yes. Nice one, Karen. Okay, so so it's the the bill says um, it seeks to eliminate the conflicts of interest that arise from dominant online platforms, concurrent ownership and control of an online platform, and certain other businesses. So. It's basically saying that they want to, um, uh, I guess, remove the incentive to to create an advantage, uh, an advantage of having both the platform and a service that utilizes that platform. Which th- this is kind of what I was saying. That's not necessarily bad for consumers. Are arguably being able to provide a service on your own platform and do so in a compelling way that makes people say, "Hey, I'd rather get it there." It's kind of like what we're talking about with Apple's App Store. If if they crack it wide open, right, their arguments aside, and let other markets come in, people still use the App Store because it's more convenient, because they trust it, because it's got the, the name recognition. And I don't think those things are baseline monopolistic behaviors. I think that's just providing a solid service to your customers. You bring up a really good point because there's there's an element of of all of the antitrust stuff that's gone on antitrust, anti-competitive, monopolistic. All of these words have been used, but the one thing that's very very different in this case than any of the previous ones, like the railroad, for instance, or whatever. They people went to the railroad because they they had no other choice. They, yeah. they couldn't ship something anywhere around the country because they had no choice. People have choices. They still choose to go to Amazon. Yeah, they still choose to buy Apple. So the problem with this, and, and a big part of the consumer welfare sort of argument for uh, the monopolistic behavior or antitrust cases, is that they're sort of, they're having to deal with entities that customers are choosing to go to. Yeah, we actually so, like what we're getting from them. Exactly, and so that's that's why I think a lot of people have argued for uh, some changes to just basically monopolistic law. And, and another thing sure. that people need to understand is you could have two companies do the exact same thing. You could have uh, whatever, uh, Apple or Amazon or Google, or whoever these big companies are, do one behavior that could be perceived to be monopolistic. And then you could have a small company. Let's just call it Tech Breakfast Podcast. Could do the exact same behavior. And in one scenario, it would actually be called mo- monopolistic behavior and they could be in trouble for it. And the other, it is not. Because the, the actions you're taking are only monopolistic behavior if you actually have a monopoly. And so that yeah. is something that people don't understand a lot with the rules, which so is why it's really not black and white uh, with with really all these different things. So I really think we've talked about this a lot, but the the tech laws or the or the laws around monopoly or whatever you want to call them need to change because big does not necessarily mean bad, but that is the way I think we think of monopolies more often. Well, than not. big doesn't necessarily mean monopoly either. But but this is where, and I completely agree. By the way, I don't I have no pushback against that. I think that's how we should be looking at this, and I think I agree that it needs some revision as well. Um, it it's reminiscent though of like what has happened to Microsoft over the years and the the browser wars, right? There was a distinct advantage that Microsoft had by having you know uh yep. what edge or, or you know, all, uh, all ie I, traditionally like front center and installed when you when you got into it because they had a distinct platform advantage by having the dominant market share for windows i'm okay with legislation forcing that playing field to be more level but that's the way to do it you don't 
tell Microsoft you can't make IE or you can't put it in your 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 operating system even, you, but you can make some moves to say you need to stop making your product prominent and let the market decide which browser is going to be good. Of course, that did not work out very well for Microsoft. I think the same thing, like there's a line where you just have to stop. You, I don't want to see Apple's App Store become a third-party App Store necessarily. I'm not sure it would change that much, but I, I, that's not necessarily what I think is the right answer. Right. And I think you make a good argument for there's competition. It's not already a monopoly. Like it, the Apple App Store is only a monopoly on iPhones. <laughs> they yeah. don't dominate the market. So why are we even having this conversation? But I actually think this is the reason why Apple hasn't been in trouble for things like iMessage. And yeah, we, we got to cut it. But like because, because they don't hold the dominant market share position in that product line, yeah, I think it's the can. reason why they can they only allow iMessage to be the the messaging platform that you use for text messages or whatever. And yeah. so I think that I think that that's a big reason. I also assume that they'll probably count other things like WhatsApp and whatever else, even though they can't serve the exact same purpose. And so I, I think that that's something that has protected them in in the past yeah. from the the like default app behavior that Microsoft got in trouble for what in the late '90s, early 2000s, or whatever it yeah. was. And, but, and I'm uh, a little okay with them them being you know U.S. lawmakers in this case, but global. I don't really care where it's coming from. I'm okay with them forcing companies like Apple to be more open. I think that's good for consumers. That's that's all I really care about. In a trillion dollar company, I don't feel bad for them actually getting caught up in some of this stuff. Yeah, I if don't it either. ends up being good for us, thumbs up for everybody. But yeah, I don't know. Lots more to come there. I'm sure. Of course, this is just the the House Judiciary Committee, so it is far from done. It is not law. This is not written into it. And honestly, I'm not sure it will end up being codified. I, I don't. I don't see this one uh, making it all the way to the ends. Maybe it will get language cleaned up, and we'll get kind of what we we're looking for. Um, but uh, yeah, and uh, that's going to bring us to a close today because we're going to keep it short. So thanks for joining. That's another Tech Breakfast podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Tell your friends, tell your family. Have a great weekend, y'all. And we'll talk to you on Monday. And Tyler just received breakfast during the Tech Breakfast podcast. That was nice. That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. What's yeah, up, wow. Thanks, Lady Bear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Peace.